this is the least professional production you will see in a long time. Believe, believe me, I know. Okay, good. <laughs> hey, smart ass, I'm you on my show. I've uh, is that like a shell of a Pepsi can over your beer can there, Jason? Like, what's going on? <laughs> a Pepsi can. I'm not going to say what's in it, but there Pepsi. There, right? <laughs> smart, smart. I have uh, Coca-Cola glass. Before. I have a nice Calgary Flames that's a Crumber damn shame. Show off every episode. <laughs> My official drinking glass. Red Bull. There's Jaybird. I missed something there. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live and almost on time. We missed it by two minutes. Next week, we'll be on time. You watch. Chris Sheffalo, of course. He's one of the first ones here. He always is. Um, Much appreciated. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 152 of the Maritime Milson podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell, and with me, I have with with me i have sorry it's gonna be a rough night um i have my co-host tuna what's up guys my other co-host guardian hey guys and we have a long time viewer listener first time caller guest guest yeah Yeah. sage what up what up mr sage honey I always love that name. I actually have always wanted to know if that was like a Facebook pseudonym or your full name. My mom's actually here right now. So. Really? Oh, okay. She can confirm. <laughs> nice. I like um, it, man. It's it awesome. I, I remember when I met you guys down there, I was like, I saw the name on Facebook before, but I was like, is that, does he go by Sage? Like, okay, cool. Sweet. Wait, yeah. yeah. It, we didn't, we didn't play together much. But no, intera- I really enjoyed our little interaction, though. I definitely was like, oh, I'll remember that guy. <laughs> Tuna here I've making impressions. I've, I've seen other tunas in Canada, I feel like, you know. There, there's one other tuna in Ontario, but I'm, I'm, uh, so you're the real OG. Slowly. You're the o- I'm, I'm OG. at Dominion. I don't, I don't know the difference at that point, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, not, somebody else's coattails. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, you know, we met and we're on the field and we're doing this little thing together and we're making this push. And it was actually the one time, I don't know what I did, but I think I just held down this one area for long enough that ref handed me like a stack of cash. I was like, yeah. So I had to go take a big so it was this whole thing, and I was like, yeah, Blake was a part of that. He, you actually pushed up in front of me to go do do some stuff and ended up getting shoot, shot out, and I was just holding this Sounds area like me, yeah. for a long time. No, yeah. that's good, man. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I actually was going through some of my older footage, and, of course, uh, your better half, Jeanette, was I went through and saw her playing with just the finger, the little, like, pink uh, <laughs> finger. I was just laughing. It's like for barrel tagging, it looks like like a little – like almost like a princess wand, like white with a little pink pointy finger on the end. And she'll use it to barrel tag you out in the game. It's pretty, pretty that's awesome. So has it anyone seen the video? Sorry. I'm like, I don't know where it's from. It looks like PRZ, but it's not because it's too yellow. Anyways, it's like some dude like wandering past a window and somebody jumps out of the window with two rubber knives and just like Wolverines the shit out of the dude. That's awesome. I know. And I would see it. It was ridiculous. I I want to. Uh, it was awesome. I, I you got to save those so you can play them for us. I know, right? I uh, you show it right now. I wish Fine. I could. Uh, I wish I could. It was. <laughs> it's somewhere. It's gone. <clears throat> so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the whole point of tonight's show is basically we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about a really cool game. We're going to talk about the Mag Twelve Mag Twelve FSR only game. I like it. 
right? We're talking about that. Uh, we got Ooh. mail call. So I got a letter. Ooh. We got also, a letter. Is it a bill collector? Are we in trouble? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we not pay our Skype fees or something like that? <laughs> We're going to open this bad boy. Oh, yeah. that's a letter. That, that's a that's letter. That's a letter. Weighs a friggin' ton, I tell you. Um, here, watch. You'll be able to hear it. Anyways, um, maybe not. <laughs> so, um, the game, yeah, so basically the whole reason why Sage is here uh, is, is one, because I'm pretty sure I promised I'd bring him on eventually at some point. But more importantly is uh, we're going to talk about this. Boom. MegFed Action Games number 12 charity event. The first strike only event. Woo. Right? I love the pink. I love how it says no hoppers. That's awesome. Awesome. So, so let's let's talk about this. So what? where did the idea of first strike only game come from? It's hard to pinpoint it exactly. There's been a few conversations um, over the last couple of years. Um, I'm pretty sure Jeanette and I first had a conversation about it, just like kind of like dreaming. It was before I was really even using First Strikes, like I had before. <laughs> I had a hammer seven into the addiction using first strikes. It just sounded like using it. Someone telling like a using heroin story. Like can't tell you the first day I tried heroin, but wow. Once I started using um, it, just, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. That, that you, first you know, hit uh, I've been chasing ever since. Yeah, exactly. My, my, my teammates, a lot of my teammates were really into it. And uh, Jeanette was getting there where she was almost exclusively using them. And I was still a tip X player and I still am when I use round ball, but, um, so that's what I did. I didn't care. I, I loved them. I, I had a hammer seven and it's fully stock. Didn't put any money into it. Didn't any, do anything cool with it. Just a stock hammer seven. And I was like shocked at how it was doming people with this thing with like, you know, I had 27, three mags, 27 rounds on me for a, whatever kind of game I'm in. And I was just like, man, that's a, 60 yards uphill and no scope or anything so i was just i, I started to fall in love with them um so so it, it came up because we're, we're really small our mag fed scene is so small here we know and, we know uh, the feeling it's the same for us out here yeah. like it's uh you got to build it up from like the ground like it's not yeah. Yeah. yeah so um i i we, we just started talking about that though like we hadn't even ever had an mfog here and we were like, how cool would it be to have first strikes only? Because, and the attitude kind of is like, first strike is cheating and stuff, you know, because it, there's hardly any mag fed here. So all these speedball and other woods ball players that play with hoppers don't, don't even know about first strike. So of right. course they hate them automatically, right? So uh, we're just like, well, if we made it first, uh, like a first strike only game, that's all that would be shot. Um, people would see that no one's getting injured because they're getting hit by one um players pr probably a few players that don't even play magfed would come just to check it out and so all of that happened we um oh by the way i have to mention also uh pistol legend agent smith who's uh from this area he brought it up one day too i think Jeanette and i had already talked about it but it was just like a passing conversation um so he brought it up one day like 
he's not really into first strikes, but he's like, it'd be cool to have a first strike only. So that's level playing field. And I'm like, yes. So we just put it together and did it. It was our first MFOG we ran in Michigan and we've had one every month since. Um, oh. Not FSR only, but we've had an MFOG every since or every month since. And uh, nice. I, I knew I'd want to do it every year. Um, last year was actually Jeanette's birthday game. So I was like, just, just thinking of ways I could make it bigger. We had 19 people at our first ever, which to me was just impressive because we've never even had an MFOG. And this is really niche with first strikes only. Um, so I was happy about that. And you can play uh, some great games like 10 on 10 like that. Like a lot of the time, oh, sure. I mean, our home field can draw anywhere from, you know, 20 players on a cloudy kind of rainy day to 60 plus. And honestly, sometimes it's those 10 on 10 days that you so much play even more. You can it, move around and use the field. And it all depends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It can go either way. Totally. Sometimes it's yep. just, you know, but, uh, but yeah, just because there was, you know, 19 people, some people might think that's not a lot, but man, using first strikes only, uh, that's pretty good for your very first one. I'd be happy with those kind of numbers. The, the way, yeah, it, yeah. The way it worked, it was awesome. It was a big hit. Um, there were, like I said, there were a few people that never had never shot a first strike or been shot by one. There were, I think there were like five of those people were in that situation and they came and, and liked it. I don't, I don't think there was anyone that was turned off by it, you know, so it worked out well. Um, knew I wanted to make it bigger, thought about ways to make it happen because it's just hard to do. Yeah. Um, so I've been wanting to do something charity related and Jeanette really has also. So I was like, well, um, let's just do that. Let's just donate all the proceeds of charity, get a bunch of people to donate, donate things and try to make it as big as we can. So that seems to be working pretty well. Um, it still won't be a huge game, but um, it'll be a good thing. We're going to raise money for um, the two generals are fighting for the St. Jude's Children Research Hospital and the other generals fighting for um, a local um, veterans committee. Awesome. I like so, that. Yeah. Yeah, the two teams competing. That's cool. Yep. Yep. So it'll be kind of a winner takes all and donates the money thing. And we're raising money through ticket sales, through FSR sales, and um, through raffles and auctions. So, so should be pretty okay. decent. You've got, I don't... You've got to give the paintball community a shout out for fucking most of their games. No one walks home making a dollar except charities usually. Out I, was, of the I was just going to say, I don't understand yeah. what it is with paintballers, but anytime we do an event, it's just like, okay, the event's planned, but what charity are we going to give all our money to? Like that, hmm. that comes up like <laughs> everything. Yeah. Yeah, there's very few people in making paintball scenario events and making money. Like people are either running them at, you know, bare minimum. I mean, what blew my mind is when we were chatting with some of the other guys and saying at Dominion last year that uh, Doug Logan, I think, said that they they lost money on Dominion last year. And if you think of how many players came at that registration and that, like I assumed yep. they were, you know, rolling in the dough on that. But when they told us they didn't make money and you think like some of these events, 20 people, 50 people, 100 people, you know, are barely squeaking by, but what they do make goes to charity. It's, 
it's nice mm-hmm. to see in the paintball community. You know what I mean? No one's like out there buying new trucks or whatever, right? Like, yeah. you know, as they ran an event and are now rolling in the dough, you know, like it's, it's, it's uh, nice to see that. Yeah. It's awesome. It's double-edged sword, but it's, it's awesome. Um, I think being I, on the production end of it, I can definitely see how you could. Oh, yeah. absolutely. For, for instance, what, we're lucky in Michigan. We have fields that really support us. Like it's crazy fields who don't allow FSR that let us come and use them in a private event or whatever, like just things like it's crazy. It's crazy how fortunate we are here. But even that with like the pricing, I'm able to get things like that. And we don't charge a lot. It's, it's more than your average open play day because we're giving away a marker. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not a regular game. Right. Lunch, lunch is included raffles that we pay a professional photographer at every event. So yeah. And people don't realize like that. That stuff adds up fast. Yeah. If we didn't, if we didn't do that, we could make money. Like, we could make money off of it. Every dime, Mm -hmm. every dime made goes directly into it. Is how. Hundred percent. So usually, the more the more people that come, the better the event's going to be. As far as all those extras, you know. Yeah, because I, um, I actually looked at uh, for the the Megfit competition that I want. I'm hosting. I was thinking about a charity or like, you know, doing, you know, running with the, the, the flow of things and, and, and doing up a charity and giving some money to a charity. Uh, but I don't know if there'll be actually any money to give to a charity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and the uh, Megfit events are tough. Like the, the competition, like there's, you know, you got photographers, you got refs, like chances are, yeah. you know, one impartial quality refs, not like your 14 year old brother that like played paintball once, you know, yeah, like there's intricate rules right? to competition uh, and so. little details matter. Right. So yeah, it's, yep. uh, but it's, I don't it's... know. I'm going to say, I, I know for uh, MML, uh, I don't know if Evan or any of the Milstead guys are watching, but in the beginning, they hooked up M17s in the beginning. And M17s were like 350, 400 bucks Canadian back then. Now they're like 200. True. They could make some quality prizes again at a, at a reasonable <laughs> entry point. You know, no one, uh, like that was a big one, man. I already owned an M17, but when we, when the first two years we entered the MML and didn't win, it was like you wanted those, those M17s, right? Mm-hmm. So there you go. You know, it's it was, either going, you either got to put it back into the event, back into the players with like prizes, you know what yeah. you were saying, Sage, yeah. or to charity, you know, no yeah. one should really be making a bunch of money off of these and walking away. Paintball is not that big. It's much too, you know, too much to be gained by putting it back into events or back into, you know, goodwill with charity. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, and you know what? And if, if you're lucky enough um, and if you play your cards right, you can get an event that can do both. Exactly. The D-Day event uh, at Commando, the one that we're going to be at in the summer, which we'll have a lot more details in the coming uh, weeks as things get finalized. Uh, they they make money. That's, you know, they, they have a business to run. They have employees yeah. to pay. Uh, they have a house to pay for, you know, kind of thing. But they still donated something like five or $6,000 to charity from that event, right? Like, it's you're like, wow, that's a hell of an event. If you can make money, pay people and donate you know like that's awesome um so i'm a big fan of both yeah Sorry, i tried to thumbs up there and i went completely out of camera frame <laughs> there thumbs up right uh what are we at we're at the 15 minute mark so uh time to carve notches in my pistol then 
There you go. Oh, actually, there I just saw go. in the comments here, Callista is in there saying, reminding me that it's actually Dominion this weekend. I uh, I didn't join the event because I wasn't going this year, but I'm actually we'll go next year. Dominion, I mean, that's a pretty sweet event. It's, I mean, California is fucking awesome as it is. And like, I went last time I went, I put a couple of days on each end and turn it into a little trip. So well, that's what I'd like to do. Before. I'd like to go back to California and actually like see California. <laughs> we yeah, saw we were a lot in of cows. And out on the last one, in and out. <laughs> right? like, we were late picking you up and late getting to the airport on the way back with like absolutely nothing but in and out burger in between. Yeah. Before you guys go crazy planning a California trip, I'm just letting you know they're adding another Dominion. No, not even Michigan. This isn't even my thing. They're they're adding another Dominion in the Midwest, so it'll still be far. It'll still be far from you guys, but it's going to be. It was going to be at a certain field that it's not working out, but it's at the end of August. We've flown to California. Anything less than that that's awesome man close, so. well we're we're actually uh i've always wanted to attend one of the snake eater games but we actually are set to go to one of the i think it's the snake eater proxy wars which is kind of yeah. one of the spinoffs as well yeah and we've got that coming up in in like two months you know that's like coming up soon two three months I think, right? so yeah, we're april right end of uh no may sorry end of may Where's yeah, that one? Start of June. That one's in. Uh, that's at North Carolina at Command Decisions okay. War Center, where they do yeah. fool the gap and platoon. Fool the gap. Yeah. So we'll uh, awesome field, like one of my favorite all-time fields. So we're that's, gonna that's have the dude doing. planning that on the show in a few weeks. Absolutely. So that's gonna be awesome. Really looking forward to that. Uh, Sizzle saying, "Nice patch wall there, Sage." Taking that patch yeah. I'm a little jealous. It's got more than I have. Laid out patch wall. I like that. Uh, look at the dysotography photo on the side too, and the tactical harness for the dog. Yeah, but oh, you look like that. you're missing a uh, patch. Yeah, I want one of those. Actually, I've been hiking with my dog lately, and I want to get a little harness so I can strap his shit to him. <laughs> what are you trying to say, bro? It's saying you don't have one of mine. Oh, oh, it's not there. You send him one. It's What's there. Oh shit! Look, there it is. Oh, <laughs> 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 the word right I've, had, out of your mouth. I've had that for a year almost probably oh, nice. see i don't there's, there's i don't know where they all went so they're all off like i, I hope i sent them all to good homes it's like, <laughs> i see that uec patch up there i'm always proud of that one i like that uec patch as well <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh first strike only is there any special rules like what are the roles going to be on this kind of game like what's what's the deal um haven't announced anything as far as how the games are going to go last year what we did it was kind of a saint patrick theme game uh saint patrick's day theme game we had a leprechaun on the field <laughs> that could wreak havoc that's awesome um there were there were there were a few different games that led up like if you won this game you got some gold so it was like getting the you'd collect gold and whoever, whichever team won you'd get a certain amount of gold and you would buy these codes to uh, um, there were six different codes you could buy and one of them or depending however the leprechaun did it they all could have been right at least one of them had to be the correct code I think he drew like penises on one did random stuff but uh at least one had to be the correct code. And there's actually my teammate has this bomb that he built. It's a warhead that he built a crate and everything that goes in. Um, it has a key code on it, 
and it has switches that would simulate cutting wires and a really loud siren. That's bad. So this thing's like it's like the ultimate uh, paintball prop. Hold up. So we, we use that that in the final battle, and you you had to fight for the bomb, and whoever got it had to get it to a safe location and arm it, and they had to use the right code to do that. So you might not even have the right code. So then it was just a whole, it was a mess, and the leprechaun had power to just take a player out of the game. Uh, put a player back into the game uh like it was ridiculous it actually pissed some people off but i thought it was great i thought it was great um i actually saw one of my teammates get really one of the most mellow teammate i have get really fired up it happened did a mag dump, did a mag dump okay. on the leprechaun because he was pissed and it was like it was great it really was so like um I'm, I'm telling you what happened last year because not really giving that information yet of how this game will go, but it'll be good. It'll be good. It's not just a day of paintball. There's a whole going to be a whole scenario planned and beautiful. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure if it's going to be. I'm going to release this information to the general public, or if I'm just going to tell the generals so that they can make their own plans. I, I haven't really decided that yet. That's yeah. I mean, you got you got two options, right? You give them to the generals. The generals should pass it down to their teams, and hopefully, everybody gets the info. However, I have seen yeah. issues where you give the information to the generals and the generals don't tell anybody. And then also, also I've seen issues where with 19 people, I, I write it out, the full description, and I tell everyone they still don't know. Absolutely. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Don't people don't read shit. <laughs> Jason's run our Star Wars games. So, like, we, we so know I'd almost was... just rather leave it to the generals to have it's that. It's just respect. like herding cats running an event. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> can't follow directions they're just going to do whatever oh yeah yeah so the goal is to make the, the scenario pretty simple too at the same yeah. time having paintball in mind not real <laughs> war of course yeah. that's yeah that's the big thing key. about objectives they have to be actually achievable or otherwise everyone just right? gives up and yeah. joins those five or ten guys who just came there to shoot people and not play the objectives yeah. any yeah yeah gotta make it fun and i've had to make it enjoyable i've had a million ideas and will probably finally actually decide what I'm going to use like a week before the event because it's it's too many I, I if I planned it all out right now I would change it 10 times yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. gotta leave yourself no time to just get it done once yeah, or just like okay this this is that and if I overthink this I'm gonna mess it up this is it that's pretty good a couple okay. touch-ups it's fine exactly yeah um so I posted up in the comments. I said to throw. I said throw up your questions. Nothing off limits. Sort of. Nothing off limits. Uh oh. Yeah, I said sort of. So immediately Sizzle asked, "Why would people bother playing on the red team and not blue?" For Dominion? No. no. I don't know. He yeah, just. Sizzle, Sizzle. Um, we actually. You can't choose what side you're on at this point because everyone was choosing blue. That's why you would choose red. <laughs> You'll have no one to shoot. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling, though. I have a feeling, though, that at any moment now we're going to have an influx of people who would be on red team that are coming from out of town. Because mo it's like mostly all the local people want to play on the blue team, and our general Caesar from Chicago will be hopefully bring in a nice crew. So. But as of right now, the way I the way it's set up, our blue team is pretty much established. So everyone, 
coming on is probably going to be going to red. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Locals versus outsiders for games. Like that's kind of the Dominion formula as well. It's always fun. Because you're right, it's hard. Like I've done games where, you know, everyone does just pick one team and then they're like to try to even it out. They're like, okay, well, all walk-ons go on the other team. And you end up having one team that's all like the experienced people that have been registered and planning for weeks. And then the walk-ons are the guys who are like running their, you know, first time playing and teams get decimated i I like the idea of either not being able to pick or like really capping like saying you know the first 50 and 50 and then unlock another 50 and 50 and then until and saying you you know if there's 100 on this side and 51 on this side you got to fill up that other side before uh you can keep registration going Mm -hmm. i've told my own team um shadow syndicate i've told them you guys might get split up depending on how it goes just because It's our home field, and we've had we've had games where we've stayed just the little M fogs we run, where my team stays together, and it doesn't matter if we're outnumbered. We're we've been playing together. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's, it's there's no natural. It's not, natural, it's not fun. Uh, we need to you know. So I don't want to see that. Not that I'm saying you know these twelve guys would be able to do that this game, but you know I want to make sure that it's you know. You, you know make sure it's, it's, fun, it's fun to break right? up your, your regular guys though. Like a, me and Nightmare always play on the same side and stuff like that. Like a couple games we've had where we're against each other. Usually Sometimes you want to shoot him. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Most of the time he ends up shooting me, sadly. Like, but or at least at least the videos that make it online. But <laughs> uh, but no, it's uh yeah, I like playing against the, you know, you're breaking up teams is kind of fun sometimes. You get used to playing with the same players and you do the same lines and the same runs on the mm-hmm. same field. Mixing it up, you know that other player knows where you want to go, what you're going to do. A little more mm-hmm. fun to break it up. No one wants to win all the time. I mean, it, it's that, kind of fun. And there the is time, nothing right? better in this world than shit-talking your buddy across yes. the bunkers. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love about the MML too. I remember when uh, we were playing a game against the Bloody Eagles and Marcy, who's a really awesome player on one of the other team on Bloody Eagles, obviously. And uh, she was the last one left, and they were counting down. There's only a minute left, and there's three of us moving in. And she's like, "Don't you guys do me like that!" Like starts yelling like back and <laughs> shit talking back and forth. It was one of like the highlights of the season. I always remember. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, Okay, so we're at like almost at the halfway point, and uh, I've been really excited waiting to open these packages because I, I promised I wouldn't yeah. open them until I was on the air. Don't overdose on that giant package of cocaine or heroin. Right. Maybe I'm watching too much Narcos, but the, this, the people who package that are like preparing to smuggle that in like inside the trunk of a Honda or something like I'm that. I'm not going <laughs> to be surprised if I crack this thing open and there's a note inside saying customs opened it. Because it legit looks like a a giant brick of cocaine that would have been like thrown out of a plane. Yeah, oh like yeah. that's what it looks like. So okay, we're gonna start off with the small one though, because this I I, I know I have a rough idea what's in this package. Um, I didn't know there was two. Sweet, there is two. There's a little envelope and the big package. Yeah, so there's the wee envelope. Oh, right. From uh, Sebastian Perron who uh, is, uh, when I lived up north, he was a, a fellow paintballer from, uh, we, we played at JBC and Listagush. Uh, solid dude. Awesome dude. Haven't seen him in a year, and almost two years, and we still text on a regular basis, and he said, I sent you something. And, ha, 
Awesome. So it's perfect. It's a tactical beard owners club. Oh, so there you go. Nice. Right? Sent you a patch. That's pretty That's sweet. That's badass. Patch wall. Yeah. Start rivaling uh, Sage's patch wall there. Hold on. I got to rearrange. There's Sorry, more than that. <laughs> I got a whole other panel that's like half full. There, whatever. Fortunately, I just have a patch drawer, and I can never seem to find the patch <laughs> that I'm looking for at any time that I'm looking for it. So the wall is probably the way to go. Although I don't really have anywhere uh, wife appropriate to hang it. So yeah, that's uh, this is my dining room. I just put it up <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I need. Oh, sorry, I didn't even notice in the comments there that uh, Reaper showed up. And I think he vanished again, but uh, solid dude, solid dude. If you don't yeah, know who we he is. Someone's staying on top of these comments. I always try to pull it up on my phone and then it goes to sleep. And then if I ever try to type him like this on the show for like five minutes. And then... That's, I have two monitors to try and handle this and it, I need a third monitor. Uh, uh, Reaper sent me. Oh, go on, Guardian. Oh, uh, wait, I forgot. Yeah. There's also, while it's quiet, we had to do a shout out. Uh, SAS Ottawa, I think, is hosting an event. Oh, I got uh, that. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh all right. Yeah, okay. don't worry. Just hit me. I saw them post. I didn't want to leave them hanging. You know? um, so He's got was, it covered. That patch Pulled is awesome. So uh, huge thank you to, to Sebastian for uh, for sending that out this way. That's that's awesome. The dude's got a pretty sweet beard himself. Um, he, he's fantastic. Also, what do you think of the knife? This is a sweet knife. Sorry. Jeez. Uh, Okay, I don't, I don't exactly know how to get into this, so we're gonna, we're gonna try. Um, so I know what's in this because I ordered it. I, I but, do as well, I think. Um, I don't. <laughs> but what I'm scared of is I don't know. You're gonna puncture it. It's quality. Oh my god, Jesus! How did they package this? Well, they don't want the cocaine falling out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Man, I'm telling you, those there'll be a couple little straw holes in it if the those, if the movies have taught me anything. Twelve year olds <laughs> for the narcos are just tiny hands; they can <laughs> tape shit up really well. Um, is that do they still call them that? Do they still call them narcos? I don't know. I uh, I don't know. The TV show's still on. Uh, oh. <laughs> that is that is the epitome of like middle class North American like. I, I get all my, my drug information from Netflix. Uh, <laughs> it's better okay. than firsthand if you're I, talking. I get mine on my block. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, living in the hood in Michigan, yeah. Yes, okay. We're I'm finally by through. Kids. They probably do more drugs in the hood. Uh, probably. <laughs> Just different ones. Yeah, so, yeah exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah. Story time. Speaking of drugs, my brother used to hang out with investment bankers and ooh, I just realized I was hitting my keyboard. Hopefully I didn't do anything weird. <laughs> oh my God. This is, look at the, I'm, I'm only this far in. Oh, wow. It's a lot of stuff. Hey, I think you need something better than the cheese knife. No, Whatever it is, we knife. need some of that for the FSR game. I think it's a, uh, <laughs> I need FSRs. I need to yeah, lacerate the plastic. Back. Um, no, it's just really, really tightly packed. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, I used to hang out with investment bankers and those guys do a ton of Coke, like working 75, 80 hours a week. 
Didn't you see Wolf of Wall Street, man? Yeah. Well, he, I guess it's a lot like that, actually. He's like, you'd be surprised how accurate that movie was. I'm like, that's terrifying. Those are the guys handling your money. Whatever, as long as he makes more money, yeah. I'm happy. All right, let's get one of those open now. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm still going. It's been a little there. much. You could have started this process early. I didn't think it would take this long. Everyone's excited to see. I'm yeah. excited to see. Ladies and gentlemen. So much plastic. Ooh, they're soft. They're really soft, Ooh. actually. They're 100% cotton made in Bangladesh. Oh. They smell Ooh. like... Could be both good and bad. They smell like they've been stuck in plastic for like 14 days. Boom! Bam! Oh, new t-shirts. Yeah, buddy. Good. Look at that. Like The camera angle is garbage. There we go. Look at that. Look at <laughs> so that. every guest on your show gets one, right? What's that? I said every guest on your show gets one, right? <laughs> I've been hey. advocating for a guest patch. That every guest on the show gets a patch. That's definitely not. Yeah, but you guys don't even have any patches. <laughs> no, I not have. anymore. Not, right. not right now. But we do have t-shirts, so maybe a guest t-shirt. I think I have like four yeah. patches here. Actually. I'm, I'm on board, Sage. So... What size is this? You're always looking out for me. I am. I am. Brad, I think you might have to personally iron every one of those shirts before they get sent out. I'm going to wash them. I'm going to wash them. Try it on. Try it on. Put it right on over the hoodie. That's a medium, though. That looks like. I found four. Medium on. You found four patches? Holy shit. Yeah. Why does he have more patches than I do? Because you give them away, man. He. I really do. I hoard them. He knows their value. Jason's. Yeah. Smarter than the rest of us. I'm putting them up on Kijiji. <laughs> he knows in 10 years. You won't get your gas back. <laughs> All right. There it is. Look at that. Sexy beast. Where's the flashing lights and music? For the record, I'm probably a large, if not extra large. And this is a medium. 2X. Okay, so they're incredibly soft. Yes. Oh, look at that. Ooh, look at looks that. nice. Yeah. There we go. Get the mic out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just polish it up there for us. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yep. hold on, I'm just going to flex all the wrinkles out of it. Oh, no. <laughs> hold on. I got to take my headset off so I can actually. I've missed so many comments. All right. Um... <laughs> Most of them are from me, bro. Perfect. Awesome. Then I don't need to pay. I was going to say, that's impressive because you must be like, whenever I have to type on this, I'm like looking down and you're just like seamlessly like. Yeah. I bet if you're eye contact and messaging like crazy. Yeah. Someone was like in high school. Oh, it's because it does this. So I'm like, still looking. Yeah. The old classic, I mean, I never cheated on tests, but you remember the, oh man, this question's really hard. And then like peering over at your neighbor's. Cheat, cheat up the sleeve. Yeah, there you go. Best one I saw was Buddy just pressed a textbook on his lap and then would press his legs against the bottom of his desk when the person went by and then would drop them down and then flip the pages and then. <laughs> okay, so there's uh, four of those T-shirts, and I don't know what I did with the banners. Uh, They're in the other room. Watching. We got to see the banners. Okay, give me two seconds, guys. Hold down the fort for me. Bl- Blake will talk about something while we. Yeah, leave it to me to just run my mouth for a while. Yeah. All right, well, I just saw Alfred Baird joint back in, or Bird Baird, sorry, butchering it. Um, he is running the 2v2 competition. 
And if all goes well, I think I will be joining this time around, and my Ooh. fire team partner should be Dreadcam. So oh, he's gonna break oh, out that's dangerous. Dam. He's gonna break out a die dam, and uh, two of us should be planning to hit the field. It's not 100% yet. I got to work out my flights and stuff, but uh, we're good. There. So whoever won last time, we're uh, we're coming for you. Yeah, well documented on camera, and we'll see if we can maybe get some good videos out of it. Get some. Uh, good action at the game i'm really intrigued to give the 2v2 a try and and when i knew Jack sam's only an hour or two away i was like fuck buddy you gotta you gotta join up so so far we're in okay so, so what if he gets like a 42 kill streak at a 2v2 that means you guys swept everybody <laughs> I'm, just gonna back. I'm just gonna be like yeah dread it's cool man just shooting into the wall oh t- tons of fire over here tons of fire let him oh, yeah. just sprint to the end and get the points for us yeah. so you're chill uh, yeah exactly my style so because I like Sage so much, uh, four of those T-shirts are making their way to the uh, FSR game, Ooh. Uh, as well as two of these bad boys. Oh, sweet. Those turned out really nice. Right? That's sweet. Did that come in the same package? No, I've nope. had these for ages. Oh, shit. I like the colors on there. There you yeah, go. So do I, pretty right? cool looking banner. So we will definitely rock one of those at all our events on our little uh, stage. That's awesome. And we'll give one away at the game. Well, yeah, yeah. send some t-shirts out to you guys and you can hoard a couple we'll for yourselves and then uh, toss a couple. Yeah, we'll give those away. Okay, there you go. Um, I'll buy one. <laughs> Look at that. Just to pour the love. So, uh, so those t-shirts... They're, they're a combination, those t-shirts that we, we have there, I've got plenty of them. Um, there's, there's now a pile of t-shirts all over my floor. Um, <laughs> those are, uh, if you're lucky enough to go to an event that, that these things make their way to, then awesome, you get a chance to win one. Otherwise, if you want, you can uh, contact the podcast and we can, uh, we can sell you one. So that's... Uh, do, they come, do they come in baby sizes? No. no, we'll just put one in the dryer on really hot till it shrinks down. Right, right? I'll yeah. grab the smallest send me, one. Send me, hey, send me your logo, uh, logo so I can make one. There you go. You All right. <laughs> We've been doing that. Actually, one of the things that when Reaper was brought up, I was going to say he sent a shoot you soon T-shirt for the little fella. Oh, that's go. cute. Uh, a couple other players did stuff like that. Jug the sniper, who's a Michigan SAR player. Oh, he's from Michigan? Shit, I, I remember him being yeah. a Dominion as well. I didn't know he was a Michigan yes. as well. Yeah. That's cool. He, um, he does some quality videos. It's uh, I haven't seen them all, but definitely what I have seen are pretty fucking sweet. Oh, That's for wicked. sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, sorry, we've got 20 minutes-ish left, and uh, we've got a ton of events that I want to touch on. Sweet. I want to go to all of them. Right? So yeah. do I. That's the problem. Too many events, too little time. It's true. So this one is this and is mine. rather short notice, um, but it's happening anyway, so we're going to talk about it. But it's Operation Melting Fortress. This is being hosted at PRZ Paintball. It's March 24th. I saw um, that. $20 yes. entry, $30 bring your own paint, $80 a case. Uh, limited paint, tactical games. It's basically it's based around Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, fantastic game, by the way. If you have it on PC, hit me up. Can you can you imagine that a PRZ? Sorry, like those siege style games. Like that's what I want. That is you what could I want. Put on like a huge area, or just play like five or six different smaller zones you could play in. Like yeah, win 
<laughs> the military basically plays siege there and blows holes in the walls whenever they want to do training anyhow. So I imagine if they would do it there, it's probably pretty good for us. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, I'm going to bring this back up. So if you go to Facebook uh, and Google, go, go to Facebook and Google, go to Facebook and search uh, just Operation Melting Fortress. You'll find some information. Uh, PRZ Paintball is, is the location. <laughs> and that's all you really need to know. Go to PRZ. I need to play there. Uh, it's an amazing field. Oh, it's a great field. Definitely definitely need to come up, buddy. Uh, and uh, PRZ is in uh, Picton, Picton, Ontario. So, uh, fantastic field. The best part about it is it changes every week. <laughs> you go there one week, and it's awesome. And then you go the next week, and walls are missing. It's great. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, rumors, remember last year they were rumored that honey badger was going to be the last game played there because the military had blown too many holes in the walls and engineers were concerned the building was going to fall down or or didn't yep. meet structural integrity Those anymore because they go in there and they practice breaching and genuinely use explosives to blow holes in the walls and so now when you go through you're like oh this one you couldn't go through here last time now there's like a fucking hole or right. i remember last year they blew some holes out by the helicopter and it made playing the game really hard. So they literally had to go back and rebuild the walls because it was affecting gameplay that this now like pretty strategic area was wide in the open to people inside the building now. It's yep. it was awesome. one of those weird things not many fields have to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, a little closer to home uh, on the, actually the same day is the uh, Siege of Warsaw, which is happening at Atlantica Paintball. That's, that's basically spit distance from us. It's Hillsborough, New Brunswick. So we'll be hitting that one up. That's I'm. I tried to go last month to the winter game. I think we all did because they've been doing a once a month winter game there. Yes, this is the first this one is in the January. Third. Yeah, and so we missed the uh, February one due to shitty weather. But uh, yeah, but yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. And that'll be the first time I will have played in actually two months since the last one. So I'm, yeah. So I'm really looking forward, forward to it. it. So here's your thought. I'm going to mix it up here and ask a question to you guys. What do you think? And you think Fields would be okay with this? So. It's winter ball. They're using, you know, uh, New World, I think, last time. I think a lot of the MegFed players struggled a little bit with it. So I know that there's a paint that works really well for our MegFed markers. Would you, you, as a field owner or running an event, if someone was like, hey, man, look, I've tried using that paint. You guys have. It didn't work very well. I've got my own bag here. I'll pay you guys a little bit. You know, this works for me and my equipment. Would you? Would people really have an issue with that if they were willing to maybe even compensate? If if I'm the field owner, sounds great, right? Yeah. Like it's kind of going out of their way. The field owner is now getting paid a little bit for not even providing the bag. Well, that's just it. If, if I'm the field the owner, having a better time, right? Like that's yeah, exactly. I, I'm the field owner. You come to me and you say you want to use outside paint. Let me inspect it. Let me say that I yeah, saw sure it, it's right? Not like marbleizer, um, uh, yeah, or whatever. it's like it's hard as a rock or something. Right. Uh, it and, breaks the same color. Yeah, yeah, or you know that they know about that maybe, or at least, or at least I can make everybody aware, and yeah. then uh, pay me what I would have made by selling you yeah. a case of paint. Yeah, right. So if a case, so typically, I, I, it's been ages since I've looked at it, but typically paint is sold at, at usually a hundred percent profit. So um, yeah, it's like ten bucks. Uh, like most fields in Canada, I think pay forty dollars, like yeah. thirty to forty dollars a case, and sell it seventy-five to eighty dollars a case. Exactly. So pay me thirty, thirty bucks, and go nuts. Yeah. Right. But right. So like at the same time, though, I'm also kind of stingy. So if I said pay me thirty bucks and you walked in with ten cases of paint, I want three hundred bucks. You know what I mean? I literally like, want a bag. Like I want a bag of fucking Draxus winter paint. That's what I want. Cause that right? shit is the best. And 
well you bring in a bag, pay me 10 bucks. You know, yeah, like that See, and you know what? I had an event organizer actually out in Ontario, R&D development. The very first time I went to one of their MegFit only games, uh, I flew all the way out there just for the event. I actually flew in morning in and flew out night of. And uh, they were FSR were allowed, but only field bought FSR. And because I showed up last minute, I missed all the FSR. And I kind of went up to the event organizer, was like, hey, dude, like I, I flew out here. I've got a box of FSR with me. You know, I'll pay you whatever it would have cost, you know, or whatever you would have made on the FSR box. Yeah, let me run them. And, uh, and dude was like, you know what, let me inspect them. Have you modified them in any way? So I don't sand the nipples off or any of that bullshit. So he took a look at them was fine. And I literally pulled out like 40 bucks to let him through. And he told me to put it back in my pocket. So I, I have a huge like soft spot in my heart for R and D. They've nice. run another game since then. One or two other MegFed games. I haven't been able to make it to, but, uh, Cause that's something I, I mean, I really appreciated that from those, those event organizers, but then like this two weeks coming up, like I'm genuinely considering ordering or asking one of the fields that I know carries it to sell me a bag of this winter paint. And I'm going to try my luck at the winter game because I did struggle with the, yeah. you know, the world in the cold temperature. Like it crumbled. Like uh, yeah. I definitely, yeah. it, um, it made for a day that was not playable almost. Absolutely. I will, uh, I'll hit up, I'll make a phone call tomorrow. To my there local shop and i'll see if he can get it in because he's uh he's a gi supplier yeah. so he can he can get pretty much uh or gi and badlands he gets everything from them so he can get pretty much anything and, and those, uh, that's who stocks draxis i think is a part of that yes, umbrella. yeah so uh i'll see if i see if i can i can Sweet. do that and then i'll message the field owner at hillsborough i'll message aaron and just be like dude you know can we can would this work for you kind of thing right yeah so, yeah um, that's another thing we're fortunate with here in michigan so far we've we've kept our games going monthly even in the winter and have been outside and every field we've used even the we have a couple of private fields we use so we're allowed to do bring your own paint events but even the field paint only fields are providing winter paint too so like we've been like everything has been really smooth for us with, with it sounds like michigan's becoming the promised so, land for paintballers it's it's not that big of a scene here and it just that like Let, there's not there's not many fields that, like the, the one field like you know what it is the field that's just out for profit you know gotcha. uh, yeah we got and, one of those we got one here too yeah the rest yeah. of them are just uh, it's it's crazy to me how cool it is and how we're able to do what we want to do and it's very cool to see they don't they don't make as much money off of us because we don't buy in that much yeah. paint, you yeah. know and like it's just crazy how supportive they are of us, and uh, so it's a really good thing. I feel fortunate to be here while I'm all into this. When when I started, Jaybird and I started playing, we went out to California to go to an MFOG because I didn't know where any were. I I really was new to the game. I wasn't all over all the Facebook stuff I am now. Yeah, I'm it into was, it. I'm uh, trying to get out of it. <laughs> June, it's June, hard, man. you get in too many yeah. groups and then you're like fuck oh, I did. from the stand i've left i've left all all the any any page you've heard of i've left i'm in two i'm in two paintball pages basically now like i'm in the owner's group for the markers that i usually buy and the main mag fed paintball page and that's i mean yeah i might be in some of the other ones still but i never you know visit them or whatever you know it's that's enough i'm, I'm pretty much i'm pretty much in the local ones i've kind of like and local, like, I, I have friends else. I have friends elsewhere, you know. 
but I've kind of just like, I don't need to be in a group with them. Like I've, I've seen enough crap and I'm just done with it. So now I'm, fo I'm focusing on that outreach to my local scene nice. with, when it comes to Facebook and stuff like that. Um, sorry. So next, there's two more events we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. uh, the, this did. next one, I've, I've agreed to, to promote their event because they've agreed to promote my event. So it's, it's amazing how the, the system works. Help each other out, right? Uh, so Seabreeze Outlaws Pump and Pistol Paintball event. It's not till July, uh, but, you know, we well, want to get the word out. Awesome. Right. It's one of the best events. Of the, our local calendar, it's one of the best events. It was... Uh, it, I mean, a little change in management. I think this year it's actually going to be run by Seabreeze themselves, but the, the spirit's still there and it's it's going to be a freaking... The changes that they've got coming on over the summer too and that they started last year will be pretty solid. I think it's going to be a, a very good year out our area for, for local events. And starting, I mean, this season, uh -huh. we, we're already March and we're listing off like three events going Ooh, on. It's right? Wild. So yeah. this Seabreeze pump event, right? So it's July 8th. Um, We've got, there's a quick draw competition. There's a sharpshooter competition. There's a Western themed contest or costume contest. They got a handful of pump rentals, uh, $20 bag or $80 case. So pretty standard pricing, but I'm excited because I haven't made it to one of these yet. And uh, that's killer for Canadian prices. It is. It's our that's standard awesome. out here, man. We yeah. like our field owners out here. There's no field fees for regular, like walk on days. Like you'll no play all day for your 20 bucks. Canadian. Really? In and go like the most it's expensive in ontario it is it's man it is ontario, some man. of the indoor fields like i went no i mean indoor has their own overhead so i understand they got to charge more but like i i played an indoor event where a bag was forty dollars or maybe even fifty or fifty five dollars like i'm trying to remember now i like, started well, i mean not to shame a field but because it's yeah. an awesome field and i it's worth it but uh out in ontario there are a couple of the indoor fields like it was i was blown yeah. away but i mean it's you got to look at it too. Here in the Maritimes, like land, land, land is cheap. Absolutely right. Property yeah. tax, nothing. I know there's some field. I know because uh, uh, somebody had posted it up on Facebook the other day. I cannot remember who did it. I just remember Wolf's comment on it. Um, basically, they were upset that some that a field was charging two hundred and some odd dollars for a case of paint. Holy hell! This yeah, field is located in the Entertainment Airport District of Montreal. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Like in a local, in a major city. It is. Like busy it, yeah. Area. It is essentially it is not in, cheap to no, operate right, there. Right. And it frankly, is, they're not catering to the regulars there as often as they are catering to the people coming in, buying 300, buying paintballs by the hundred. You know what I mean? Like right. they're, they, they, hour they're not after the regular play, right? They they're want like, the one time a year birthday party. Events. Yeah. Right. That's where parties that kind of stuff. Exactly. And, and clearly, you know, they're, they're making money off of it. Otherwise they wouldn't still be around. Right. And there's yeah. plenty of other fields around. I know there's, you know, so like yeah. if, you know, if that's their niche, that's their niche, let them do yeah. their thing. But, uh, well, and that was yeah, just, but it was expensive. We're lucky with Seabreeze uh, and our local fields here. It, take care of us very well. Yeah. And I mean, this, this person was, was pretty upset with the pricing. And I mean, it just take a step back and remember that paintball, as much as we love to be, you know, all the camaraderie and we love the charity. Paintball for a lot of places is a business and it's a it's a it's a source of income, right? Yep. It's a source of food. So I mean, if you gotta charge two hundred and fifty bucks for a case of paint because you have to pay the city of Montreal, 
probably a million dollars a year in property tax, then you know you charge two hundred and fifty dollars for a case of paint. I'm not even going to scoff at it. Um, so that's just how the the yeah. world works. We don't have to play there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'd probably go just to try it. We don't have to play. And then I'd just be like, cool. All right, that's off the bucket list. On to you know the middle yeah. of the woods. It's about the experience, right? It's not something we do every yeah. week. But it's been playing a really expensive round of golf once because right? exactly. yeah. the course, right? Like yeah. you know what I mean. That's you actually a really good way to put it. Yeah. 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 Um, and last but not least. Because it's dear to my heart. The Canadian Meg Fed competition. Fuck yeah. August 25th, 26th. Um, so far, so if you go to uh, our Facebook page, you go to Maritime Milson Podcast, or if you go to MaritimeMilson.com, uh, you will find all sorts of information on this event. Uh, I'm not going to list off at all because it's going to pop up every week and I don't want people to get bored of it. But uh, what I can tell you is, uh, unfortunately, nothing is set in stone for the refs. But preliminaries, it looks like I have an entire speedball team ready to ref. Uh, and I will actually be personally taking an entire day with them to teach them the rules. Good. Because we've we had issues where we had professional refs who kind of applied speedball rules to ours. Yeah, right. And had some complications. So yep, not yep. only having quality refs, it's getting them to know the rules properly. Because they're, they're yep. I mean, they're not ridiculous, but they're somewhat intricate you got to know what's going on right they're, so they're calling you out on a marker hit yeah or yeah, yeah exactly or yeah, yeah and this is what we're signing up for so that's the experience we're looking for so we want it followed right no i'm i'm excited man it's uh i mean you've heard us talk about competition paintball to the death on this show but we love it and and i'm still hoping that we're running that the cmc in addition to the mml i would uh, i would love that i would love for both events we got to actually bring english dave back on here and uh, if i can get hold of him yeah it's true he's a bit of a a ghost in the shell these days yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah uh we we have that i'm currently i'm in the process of trying to get hold of somebody who can explain to me what permit and license i need to run a wet dry event uh, so the idea oh. is that there will, I want uh, essentially a beer tent. Yeah. So when the game is done, this isn't going to be during the during the matches. It's going to be at the end of the day. Is there will be a designated spot where you can consume alcohol uh, if you're of age, and it'll all be confined in that one area. So if you're not 19, like if you're coming from Quebec, you're drinking age. Quebec is 18, right? Come yeah. to Brunswick, you can't drink. Um, but you could still come to the event. You just can't go into this one particular part that yeah. we're going to section yeah. off. So uh, a wet dry event means all ages. Nice. So That's sweet. Is, I like it. And it, you know what you could do? I mean, if it's feasible or practical, you could always let spectators have drinks during the day too. And I like, thought of that too. Um, yeah. I thought about, because we had interest from somebody posted up one of the comments on the uh, watch. That yeah. was someone was like, this would be interesting to watch. And I, and I, when I looked into who it was, it was actually a buddy who looks like he runs and successfully quite well on a speedball team in Ontario. So, uh, you know, I think we always said, you know what, pick up some markers and play if you'd like. I think they could probably, I think a pro speedball team could give even the best of us a run for our money with just a little bit of practice. Absolutely. 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 If they, if they ever want to come in and kind of show us they can do what we can do, but better. Uh, it's all paintball. Uh, man, yeah, that's why I say, like, I don't hold it against. We've got a crew, like, when we go to our home field, Seabreeze Paintball, it's literally, like, 33% speedball, 
33% pump and 33% mag fed. And that's like our games. Like that's how it goes. And the speedball players are limited to eight balls a second semi. So it's not ridiculous. And, yeah. uh, and so, I mean, I've got no hatred for either. Seabreeze is actually opening up probably the first outdoor speedball field in the entire Maritimes will be opening up this year as well. I think Derek's pegged that one for hopefully a June opening. Hope I didn't spill the beans, but uh, <laughs> opening for that one. Nobody and, watches uh, the show anyways. So, who I mean, cares? We're looking to have both of that on our home field. And I'm, I'm, man, I'm looking forward to playing on the speedball field with either mag fed with pistols. I'm probably picking up a speedball marker just to run it as well. Like yeah. I'm jealous. This, of the is my, this is my speedball marker. <laughs> well, there's guys like I know. That's what uh, I use on the airball field. John Adams and a couple of the other guys I know, um, Airborne PB out of Ontario as well. As far as I know, they'll compete in tournaments or at least practice against guys in speedball running just pistols again in speedball tournaments. And, you know, as far as I know, hold their own and and do pretty damn well knowing, you know, what I know of these guys. So, yeah, uh, I'd love to see some of them come out speedball. Anybody who wants to be in this, we kind of set it in New Brunswick instead of Nova Scotia, have it a little more central, you know, it's only a couple hours, but you know, a few hours closer to Quebec, Ontario, and you know, a little closer to PI as well. So we're trying to draw in as many people as we can, you know, show people like competitions are part of every game, you know, skateboarders, snowboarders, everybody hosts competitions, right? It's just part of, uh, you know, advancing the sport, finding out what's possible and, and you know, who's the best. Yeah. And I'm, I'm terrified and excited all at the same time and uh seriously looking forward to to what's going to happen i know the mag hill paintball the field that we're going to be playing on uh amazing field and huge support he's 100 percent backing us i i haven't played the field yet i'm looking forward to getting out there because it's a very cool fucking looking field like we're talking buses trains like it it's almost it has that nuketown style it's it's like a maritime nuketown yeah, Essentially it, it's it got is, that yeah. like yeah, close quarters buses, outdoors like defined roads, cars. Like it's, it, yeah. it feels like Newtown just in a different layout. So I, I definitely want to give it a shot. And I think the format will be pretty sweet for uh, five man competition. Yeah, it's gonna work really well. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, and I've got. We're also looking at trying to get a live band and. Uh, That'd be sweet. Do turn it, it do into, a, it's overnight, right? So then you turn it into like a little bit of a, a party. Yeah, you know, we'll, what, we'll, get, we'll find out which team's winning yeah. after day one and get them drunk and hung over for, for exactly, days. exactly. Just start buying the other team beer. Yeah, like, oh, you guys Although, are awesome. I, like, I don't know if uh, Brian, I thought he was actually going to mention it in the videos he put out from MML this year, but for event two this year, I think anybody who went out know I was hung over as fuck. <laughs> like at lunchtime i sat in my car for an hour and just sat in my car trying not to die and, yeah. and i actually ended up playing like when i went through my foot myself it was actually one of my better days and so now <laughs> maybe that's the trick just go hard the night before and then it's like shooting pool you got to get that right balance of alcohol yeah. <laughs> to bring out the skill right that's that's it's like shooting pool at the bar um so that's yeah that's the cmc we're we'll do a whole episode i think what we'll do is we'll get jeff wait till we get closer to yeah we'll get josh the field owner meg from meg hill to come on and we'll do a whole episode on the cmc um we need a patch we're gonna do patch design yeah that's that's gonna happen uh so anyways it's gonna be a great time i'm super stoked now uh last but certainly not least is uh we need to give a shout out to those uh supporters who are um supporting the show sorry i didn't think that sentence through <laughs> one of them is here 
Yeah, oh, well, well, yeah, them, but they're they're the ones that actually go last because you want them to be the one in your memory. So, uh, first one we got tier one armament. They're the Canadian Meg Fed Paintball and Airsoft distributor. They're not the <laughs> distributor, but they're one of them. I shouldn't say the. Um, but uh, tier one armament, they're the guys that get the stuff to the dealer. They're they're the narcos. <laughs> sorry i have um, to interrupt for probably the best comment i think i've seen it's jesse lopez saying oh man i didn't know guardian could laugh neither did i <laughs> did he laugh? i missed it he did he did so yeah <laughs> that uh, one tier, made me laugh reading that one that is awesome uh, tier one armament.com check them out uh they are the distributors but they do sell a little bit um yeah they got uh, a good deal on the 468 right now yeah so if place. you buy a ptr from tier1armament.com, if you buy a PTR, you get a free Immortal Air air tank. Sweet deal. Right? Yeah. So you're getting one of the, what is considered by some, uh, the best current MagFed marker. Um, and then you're also getting what is considered like one of the best made uh, air tanks. Notice how I did Correct. that very politically? Considered by some. See? Yeah. Smart. I'm learning. <laughs> so on to the next one ripple Industries. so this is the dealer so tier one gets the stuff into the country ripples gets it into your hands so if you go to rippleind.ca this guy tom is amazing he sells everything from uh paintball equipment to like uh clothing soft goods i think he carries like 90 percent of the condor line oh like yeah. everything condor like yeah inventory. everything condor. although although I was going to give him a hard time because he doesn't have anything multicam tropic in. And then he just finally got a vest in and multicam tropic after I just bought another one from him. So in multicam black. So now I'm spending more money. <laughs> kind of, so get you, man. Yeah. So rippleind.ca, go check out his website. Uh, if you're in Canada, um, go check him out. If you're outside of Canada, there's not much point. Uh, he doesn't really ship outside of Canada, but any order over $99 gets free shipping. So Boom. that's, Pretty bitching. Who, who orders online without ordering $99 worth of stuff? Let's be honest. And That's how they get you, and they do a good job. I can't remember the last time I paid for shipping because I'm always like, well, I have to spend $99. Like, yeah. Right? Right? Yeah, like, getting like 20 bucks worth of free stuff because shipping's outrageous. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's absolutely insane. Um, now for the real MVPs, the Patreon supporters. So Mary B, Sizzle, Sage, down there in the bottom right-hand corner. Alex, Tony, Justin, Ryan, and Dave. My bad, Dave. I totally forgot to put your name on there last week. Uh, but you got that special shout-out. That's what I was going to say. You got his own meme. That's better. Right? Right? So uh, the Patreon supporters, they are the, the creme de la creme. These are the best people ever. Um, say, right? Sage is sitting there just basking in the glory. Uh, so the Patreon supporters more respect than i can vocalize um, absolutely because patreon supporters are actually financially supporting the podcast um if you want actually i'll put that back up just because i like showing off the names um <laughs> if you want to support the podcast it's patreon.com slash maritime milson podcast it could be as little as a dollar and we're ecstatic um and what it does is it helps, it helps pay for it helps pay for uh, the software. It helps pay for the hosting costs. It helps pay for these t-shirts. It helps pay for shipping costs. It helps, you know, like, I'm not, 
we're not pocketing this stuff. Beard oil, thanks. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> you know, none of that goes my way, fellas. No. Yeah. We don't pocket any. Maybe one day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, right? I'm this 32. Isn't... It's still patchy. <laughs> so is mine, dude. Once you let it go, it's you're fine. Once you get past all the patches, it just covers them up. Just blends in together. Oh like, yeah, man. You'll be surprised. All together. Just do it. Okay. This November. <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's it. So I, I think we're gonna we're gonna end it there. So Sage, Please. thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank and, you. Uh, Thanks for having me. Good times. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I'd like to comment. I'd like to to give Sage a massive shout out for having probably the clearest audio and video combination of any of our guests. Um, Right? He's even set up the little studio in the back with the patches. Right, right. It's pretty legit. None of this stuff belongs here. (laughs) Me and Jaybird running up that hill was in my living room. I moved it over here. There you go. I like it. That's awesome. That's a stage. I like it. It's more prep than Jason and I put into each week. So, so. much more. This is just a wall. That's it. Yeah, so, I have a lot of fun. What can uh, I, say? I have a lot of fun. If you get a chance to check out the check out the the, the FSR only game, Meg Twelve FSR yeah. only. Um, I'm unfortunately not going to be able to make it there, so I want to see pictures. Take pictures. Send us pictures, and we'll uh, we'll show it off. Dizotography uh, will be there taking photos, like beautiful. he is at all of our events. So beautiful. you will have. The ability to see those. That's awesome. A lot of love for Dizzo in the comments, too. For, uh, and uh, like, for everyone who's been watching this stream, who's been commenting, uh, you know, thank you. You guys you guys make it awesome because there's 173 comments right now on this on this video, which yeah. means there's some awesome conversation happening. Uh, you guys are funny as hell. Andrew Holm from a uh, About 100 were from me. Um uh, yeah, most of them were for Sage, so it's, that's awesome. Though that's no, we're, no, we're from me. We're me physically typing that. Oh, whatever. Just <laughs> and uh, we'll pad yeah. our stats any way we can get them. We'll take those yeah. empty knuckles. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, Andrew Holm joking along in there. Great, good times, having a blast. And for anyone watching on YouTube, uh, you know, thanks for the views over on YouTube. If you're yeah. listening to this on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify iHeartRadio, whatever the hell else we're on. We're pretty much everywhere on the internet. Uh, thanks for the listen. Thanks for the download. Thanks for the stream. Um, you know, those numbers those numbers give me life. Sort of. <laughs> Anyways, um, I check them every day. Not going to lie. Sometimes twice. Sorry. He does. So, then he tells us about it. It's true. It's true. So, uh, that's it. That's all I got. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging out. Sage, thanks for, for being here again, buddy. Uh, Tuna, Guardian, as always, thank you for, for coming on the stream. Uh, out of the show and that's it so we're uh, we're out of here so until next week everyone cheers ladies